Welcome everybody to the Multipod. We are talking today to a guest as per usual for the most part. Sometimes we do solo episodes, but uh, yeah, without further ado, let's just get into it. I'm here with Ted. Uh, say hello, Ted. <laughs> hey, hey, how are you doing? I am good. And we have a guest today, as I said, Sven from the Puttyverse. Welcome to the Multipod. Hello, everyone. So Sven is in Berlin, Germany, which is a place that I hold very fondly in my heart as I have <laughs> family from there, or I used to. Unfortunately, my grandparents have passed away, but um, I, we were talking before we recorded about how I love Berlin so much and I miss it so much. So it's very awesome to have a true Berliner <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the podcast. And um, Sven, maybe you can just introduce yourself real quick, talk about what you do, etc., uh, first of all, I have to admit, I'm not a true Berliner, but ah. I'm living here since uh, 17 years. So it's kind of Berliner, yeah. <laughs> okay, you're, you're there. Um, yeah, I'm in, uh, in my mid-40s. Um, and um, yeah, I had a, quite a journey, uh, as uh, a lot of multipods uh, can imagine. Um, and now I'm... Uh, the co-owner and managing director of uh, We Are Producers. Um, we founded this uh, company in 2016 and are offering um, audio services for podcast, audiobooks, audio plays uh, with an own sound studio in uh, Berlin. And um, yeah, I'm quite happy uh, with with the development the 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 place and and the the working environment and um yeah and and looking forward to the further development and stuff and yeah so this this is a short introduction <laughs> perfect yeah that's great um so <laughs> before we started recording you also said that this is your first podcast that you've been a guest on so yeah. you work on podcasts but you don't necessarily go on to podcasts yeah that's correct so, do you host um, any we host a few podcasts so we have kind of um yeah, different possibilities we offer. So there are a few podcasts we are hosting. Uh, it's yeah, some some business podcasts, some brand podcasts, like the for Volkswagen, the Spotlight Spotlight podcast. No way, um, that's cool. <laughs> I used to have a golf, and I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and we've been working on uh, big projects recently. We um, we're lucky to announce finally uh, that we did the audio production for the um, Batman um, Unter Toten podcast. The international title is Batman Unburied. It's a Spotify exclusive original. Amazing. Um, and it was yeah, released on 3rd of May. So it's kind of fresh project and then really exciting for us. Yeah. Very cool. We'll definitely have to put some links in our show notes uh, for people to check out. So we'll get those links from you. Uh, that's very cool. This is really um, uh, reinforcing in my mind that podcasting is a great thing to get into if you're a multipod, a multipotentialite. Yeah. 
This yes. might turn into a very meta episode. Yeah, really, really. That's fine, though. You know, sometimes we have to talk about the things that we yeah. do. And Ted, you and I do a lot of podcasting. So, um, yeah, it's a very good example for for a professional uh, multipod um, area because mm -hmm. uh, it offers so many possibilities in discipline. You can you can um, do the the planning the um, yeah redactional stuff uh, and you can um, yeah, deal with marketing and monetization of it or you can dive into the audio production uh, organizing um, yeah, the, the guests and uh, schedules and stuff so a, a lot of different uh, perspectives are possible in that field we need to talk more because I also do professional podcast production and always looking for work. And actually, just recently, I'll plug this because uh, I haven't plugged it yet on the Multipod. I actually did yeah. a Spotify production recently as well um, about climate oh. change for Earth Day. I don't know, Sven, if you've heard of Luisa Neubauer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, everybody exactly. has. Right? Yeah, yeah. In I, I know her from at uh, 1.5 degree, for example. Yeah, yeah. so she uh, was on an episode of this uh, sort of series that is called Youth Dispatches Our Earth. And they mm -hmm. did an interview with her in English, and then they wanted me to translate it. And we, I actually ended up doing the German narration of Luisa's part. <laughs> So I got oh, to play cool. Luisa Neubauer, which was kind of fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll link that in the show notes, too, if people want to listen to that, because yeah. it was a lot of fun. It was a great project. So, Yeah, sounds interesting and a very um, important topic. Yeah. And you yeah. get to listen to me narrate in German, which I've never done before. So that was an interesting experience. <laughs> but it went well. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. It was really cool. I, I mean, I knew you speak German, but to actually hear you speak it, and I mean, you're completely fluent, it sounds so natural, of oh, course, and, but just to hear it was really neat. It's a different experience. You know, it's like when you hear people speaking a different language, if you're not used to it, yeah. it's kind of a shock at first, because it's a different kind of persona. It's a different mm. uh, inflections and stuff like that, and yeah, it's a whole other side maybe to someone's like personality. I'm glad mm. you enjoyed it, because my mother, my German mother, of course, was like, oh, there was this thing that might have been, could have been a little better and this thing that could have been a little better but otherwise oh, it was great no. i was like oh thanks mom <laughs> i sent you the list <laughs> exactly well she helped me with the translation a little bit like she just kind of looked it over to make sure that it was good which was nice because mm. she's also got lots of experience translating but anyway not enough about me i just um haven't plugged it on the multipod yet so i thought i would uh let's talk about you sven because you're our guest and you are doing awesome things um Let's see here. Ted, you had some ideas as well about things you might want to talk about. Um, yeah. And one thing that Ted mentioned when we were kind of planning this episode was the question of going between the teaching mindset and the artist mindset. Ted, what did you mean by that? Well, I'm really curious about this because, and this will be interesting for the three of us, and I know a lot of people listening because um, there's a fair number of our listeners, people in the Puttyverse who are, let's call it either producers or teachers. It's all kind of the same thing. You're helping other people create and produce their thing. And there is a creative element to that for sure, but you're really directing and helping others do that. So there's a difference in the whole mindset and approach mentality of being the producer or the teacher versus being the artist yourself and mm -hmm. you're creating something original in your voice for your own purpose for whether it's for fun or maybe to do it like professionally. But I've, it, I'm always interested in like 
the crossover of that and it's like you know part a big big part of it is simply work career job money you know making a making an income from mm. that and versus trying to separate that maybe you're just an artist for fun because you enjoy it but it doesn't pay the bills or you don't want to do the things you have to do to earn money from it uh and and so it's, it's the classic example of people who uh musicians are a great example where someone is like a music teacher during the day and at night they go and play with their band in the bars or something like that, right? And but that's where they have that's where they pursue their passion and hopefully they enjoy teaching, but that's what pays the bills. So Savan, what's like your experience in that? Do you manage to juggle those two hats, let's say? Are you equally a creator and or and a teacher, or do you prefer one or the other? Yeah, thanks, Ted. It's a huge question. It's a huge field, and uh <laughs> I have some ideas about it um yeah let me start with with the music topic which um went through my life um yeah for for quite a long time mm -hmm. um i always liked the idea that i am an active musician so i try to approach the music uh topic from different sides so i had drumming lessons for 10 years. Um, I had also some live uh, gigs with the drumming school. And uh, then we, we also formed a little band. Uh, I played at my, uh, my wedding in 2010. Oh, nice. And, and, and uh, yeah, but, but something always was missing or not. Yeah. Help drew me back. To, to go further and I'll, I tried different instruments I tried also uh, electric bass I tried electric guitar I have a cajon I have different percussion and all the stuff so I always was looking for the thing what what is my passion in music and um, yeah it, it was kind of pain for me because I, I never felt that I found it and um, it's only yeah, a few weeks maybe ago that the, that my idea is um, or I, my conclusion. Um, maybe it's just not the thing. It's maybe uh, I, I fell in love with the idea to be a musician, but uh, maybe it's, it's not the thing which fulfills me. Mm. So I'm not sure whether I'm really an actor. Um, I, I dived in, in different things, also different hobbies and stuff. I, I brewed beer and uh, played uh, badminton, did some martial arts and, and stuff. And uh, nothing felt, uh, okay, that's, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. um, but from time to time, I like it. So I'm, I'm a temporary, temporary actor maybe. And, um, with my, uh, yeah, way in my, um, yeah, professional career, I, I learned, yeah, that's, that's something that fulfills me to have all the possibilities to, to know some stuff, which I, uh, as a gained, um, knowledge I gained from uh, from these periods where I was active in doing something like audio engineering and stuff. So 
I, I have quite a good understanding what is involved in all those processes. But I think I now learned that uh, I, I, I just want to have the opportunity to, to have all these possibilities in front of me and to dive into whatever I want. And as, as the managing director of my company, I'm for sure I have some, some tasks I have to do. But there's also a lot of space where I can decide I'll go deeper in this project. Um, and yeah, it's always, I, I like the idea to also give my knowledge to, to other people, to connect my knowledge to people in our team or also with others. So if, if there's something uh, I I, I realize, ah, okay, they, they need uh, um, an idea about uh, a certain project or a certain contact. And I remember, yeah, that's something I worked on and I, I'm happy to provide it. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, this this is the, the mindset I have. And, um, and the teaching, I, I have one project in mind, um, what what will involve both sides so i there i will be an actor and i will be someone teaching so it's a kind of um yeah a pilot project um i i want to to generate some social impact um so my idea and this is something i uh, prepared at the last party fun Uh, where I wrote a concept um, for it. So it consists of two parts. Uh, in in um, the first part, I want to create a project which gener generates social impact uh, in the field of the uh, sustainability uh, goals, uh, especially goal 17, which means uh, international um connection to to uh, foster international cooperation co-creation and i think this is a very um yeah big core thing uh, in order to to get this climate crisis um worked on uh and yeah the i i want to focus on on empathy and to uh, find a way to to generate empathy for people of different cultures, countries. Uh, it's still in the to-be-defined phase. Um, but I want to uh, make this process um, transparent in developing the project. And this brings me to part two of the project. Um, I will be hosting a podcast with... Um, a very dear mentor of mine, Gerald. And I want to talk about this project and um, in order to um, to get people uh, interested in it and to uh, motivate them to cooperate with me or to do something similar. And, and this is also a very important part to talk about the Mm, obstacles and uncertainties and the stuff we as multipods are facing so what is what if we lose our in uh, what if i lose my interest in it uh, and 
I want to explore it. It's this kind of life experiment um, accompanying the the project which I really want to develop. So and this is um, yeah something I uh, I will also uh, um, yeah try to involve the the polyverse and in, in somehow and to generate ideas how we uh, can do this. So we are an international network. So uh, maybe someone is interested in. Uh, I'm yeah, interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to help. That sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. So many good things there. So. Yeah, it was a kind of complex. <laughs> no, that's okay. Answer. I'm just thinking. So what I'm hearing is sometimes you can't separate passion and profession. <laughs> For yeah, some people, sometimes. it's very intertwined, and I really respect that. Um, I wrestle all the time with the question of, should I monetize the things I'm passionate about? Should I just pursue hobbies to pursue hobbies? Um, I'm a little bit sick of hustling, you know, the hustle culture. But I'm also, um, you know, there's part of me that really wants to just get a normal job. And then there's this other part of me that doesn't want to be constricted by a normal job. And so, yeah, it's hard. It, you know, it's. I think it's. It's a thing that multipotentialites are constantly thinking about. I totally uh, see the point. Yeah. Yeah, and then also the teaching aspect of it. I, I really liked how you said, "Well, I have knowledge. Why not share that knowledge? I'd like to um, be in situations where I can also help people learn about these things that I know." So that's really cool too. Mm. Um, not really sure where I was going with that. Just just an observation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and what what also helped me on my way to to accept uh, uncertainties mm. and that a decision once made is not made forever. Mm -hmm. So whenever I have some new information or a new feeling about it, I can ask myself, okay, why, why do I have to stick to this decision um, if there's a new situation right now? So in the past, I, uh, yeah, I really um, locked myself down because um, I thought, okay, once I, I have this, this decision made, so I, I have to stick to it mm -hmm. because otherwise it's nothing worth. And uh, I think that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but it's yeah, still it's not not easy. But um, it for quite a long time it uh, really blocked me uh, and, and stopped me from um, developing further because mm -hmm. I had the fear. Okay, so to change something is ah, it's too big, it's or uh, what will people say? Yeah. And uh, yeah, will I? cope with it will i manage to to have uh, this uncertainties and yeah i i i often didn't start project because i um i was afraid of uh not knowing uh what is um what might be expected from me mm -hmm. so i decided okay then i switched to another field and uh yeah That, then, uh, wait, so pause there. What do you mean by that? Like imposter syndrome or something? Or Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's okay. kind of imposter syndrome. Uh, and 
Yeah, a kind of perfectionism. So mm -hmm. I thought uh, I have to be uh, that and that good uh, in order to show myself out there. And I think it was also the same with with the drumming uh, thing uh, because I uh, I didn't enjoy the drumming itself so much because it was also always connected with the idea, okay, uh, I have to learn more and more and I have to practice exactly this and that and these techniques in order to uh, yeah, be able to play with a band, in order to get a live gig, in order to play this exact song. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it put too much pressure on me. And uh, yeah, this was maybe some of the reasons. And is it that you weren't simply, you just weren't that interested to put that much time and energy into doing the thing into learning to practicing, you know, the whole 10,000 hour type thing as people do to become mm. like professionals and whatever, make a living of their, the thing, especially in art, whatever they're doing, you were really interested in drumming, but you didn't want to put that much time into it because there's all kinds of other things you wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. exactly. So it's hard to keep up. You know, if you, that's the choice that I feel like we're always facing is like, well, you want to try to make a living or, you know, become more serious, but you don't necessarily have the time. There's lots of other things you want to do and you're not interested to that extent where of course we're multi-potentialites. So we don't want to devote ourselves to just doing that one thing for years to become to the level that supposedly we have to get to. Mm -hmm. It's this, it's a real constant challenge. It really yeah. is. It is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, maybe, um, there are, there are different type of types of multipots and, uh, yeah, some, like um, diving into one theme very deep and then the next very deep and deep. Uh, but maybe for me, it's just um, a certain amount of time, which gives me a lot of space uh, still for other projects. Maybe um, this is why I didn't go deeper. So I, I never found um, that one hobby or that one mm. um, instrument or whatever, where I'm willing to, invest yeah the rest of my spare time or something like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's fair um i mean i've gone through that too <laughs> as you're talking i'm going through all the hobbies i've had over many many years mm -hmm. and how i haven't stuck with many of them podcasting started out as a hobby and i'm still doing it uh since 2015 yeah. so i guess something stuck there i don't know what Maybe just I'd like to hear the sound of my own voice. I'm just kidding. But, um, well, I don't know if I'm kidding, actually. I think some, I think podcasters, I think we are kind of like, eh, we like to hear our, our own voices. I don't know. Uh, but also, we like to hear the voices of others. Like, I mean, podcasting, there's so many podcasts out there. So you can find a podcast on anything, which is probably a reason I'm stuck with it, like we're talking about. Um, it's has almost almost unlimited potential. Like, you could have a podcast on anything. Um, yeah. and that's very cool. And I mean, yes, there's some things we're talking about, like, do you want to take the time to do the 10,000 hours to become an expert in something? Do you want to take the time to do the stuff on the sidelines that gets you to a certain goal, et cetera? And so there's always things that, you know, I don't love audio editing. I'm good at it. Um, but I, <laughs> when I think about what I would like to do with podcasting and in my 
podcast producer sort of career. I'd love to do more producing as opposed to just audio engineering, editing and audio producing. Um, But it is part of a package and it's something that people like (sighs) and need. So I do do it. So yeah, it's just sort of that uh, question of how much on the periphery of this thing that you love do you want to spend time doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and say welcome uh, that it might change over yeah. the time. And uh, this is something I realized quite late <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I thought, ah, okay, maybe uh, I find some someone uh, somewhere uh, in, in the future, I find the point uh, where I... Uh, yeah, cracked my DNA and uh, understand how I work, and <laughs> yeah. then uh, I just stick to it, and everything is fine. Yeah, <laughs> but we're also not robots, right? Because <laughs> I think about that all the time too. I'm like constantly discovering how my brain works, and I, you know, this is funny, but it just comes to me. Um, we were watching. There's so there here in Alberta where I live. There's a big deal. I'll give a bit of background. So the we have the <laughs> this is about hockey, <laughs> but I swear it. Oh, nice. I swear it ties in. So my husband's a big hockey fan. And here in Edmonton, we have the Edmonton <laughs> Oilers. And in Calgary, in Alberta, same same province, different city, we have the Calgary Flames. They are mm. rivals. And they're playing each other right now for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it's called, they always call it Battle of Alberta. It's happened before. It's a big deal. The last time it happened in 1991. And wow. we pl- we watched the game, the first game of round two between Edmonton and Calgary last night at a bar. That was a crazy game. It was crazy. <laughs> and Edmonton didn't play that well. And like, you know, they didn't play well for quite a while. And then they caught up and then they didn't win. And... Everybody's screaming at the TV, you know, like Connor McDavid. He's the captain of the Edmonton Oilers. He's apparently, according to the NHL, he's like the number one player in the NHL right now. He's the best player in the world. He's true. Yeah, he's very, very, very good. But he's human. And so I'm sitting here thinking about how people are yelling at the TV. Oh, Connor McDavid, McDavid, you didn't catch that thing. You Oh, you let it go. You know, perfect opportunity for you to make a shot and you didn't take it. And I'm like, A, first of all, you try putting on skates and doing what they do. Second of all, he's not a robot. He's a human who is going to make mistakes and is going to have an off day, right? And that just happens. And so I had this, it was like so silly watching hockey, but having this realization that I need to also apply that to myself of like, I'm not a robot. (laughs) Yeah, I can't always do things properly and correctly and I'm going to make mistakes. And I like the term failing forward and failing fast so that you're like, you figure out what's not working pretty quickly and you use that to move forward and do things differently and better. That doesn't always happen either 100% of the time. Basically my rant (laughs) right now, I'm sorry, this is taking forever, but I'm just tying it back to this idea of like, yeah, things can change. We change as people and we just have to remember that we're not robots and we're not going to do everything perfect from the very beginning, right? And Connor McDavid has spent many years honing his... Yeah. you know, skills. Exactly. So well, Athletes are such a fascinating example because in order yeah. to get to that level in any sport and professional, and these guys are in their early 20s or whatever, yeah. but they have spent like every waking minute of their day since they were like five, yeah. seven years old or something yeah. playing hockey. Even in the summer, they're working out, they're staying in shape yeah. and all the rest. That's all they've ever done. Yeah. Like it's, I always find it interesting when it turns out there's a hockey player, let's say, who happens to be a great musician, right? And they have a band or something. And I'm like, how did you find the time 
to become that good when you spend all of your time playing hockey, learning how to be hockey, like a professional hockey player. So, you know, it's like how do they had to choose that one thing? How many multi-potentialites are professional athletes? Some of them are, but how do they able to juggle, <laughs> yeah. you know, putting the time to learning the craft to get to that level yeah. to really become? This is what we're talking about here today is like putting the time in to get the enough experience, knowledge, skills to get to that certain level where presumably, I guess the point is that you make a living from it. Uh, you're at that really upper one percent echelon of people who are just really really experts of what they do and multi-potentialites struggle with that because Mm -hmm. there's so many things we're interested in and we don't have the time or even the interest to devote to any one thing to become that expert sven i'm wondering how you've settled into your job your business your company do you feel like an imposter now do you feel like you're an expert how have you settled into making that commitment yeah, I'm feeling um, quite well now and uh, very, um, yeah, con- content. Hmm. Um, cool. So uh, it's maybe the in, in in professional ways. It's maybe the first time in my life that I think, yeah, I'm at the right place, uh, and um, I all I already. Um, Sorry, I always knew that um, being employed, uh, something is weird about the concept for me because I didn't ever find a, a job position where I felt yeah, 100% uh, right at the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always thought I have to to do something on my own and... and uh, to, to create an own work environment. And yeah, and our company started very, very slow. It was just an idea. I um, um, got to know Micha, uh, or in English, Michael, <laughs> um, in uh, at the SA, SAE, School of Audio Engineering um, in, in Berlin. And um, yeah, we... we we found out that we are very different from our approach, but uh, this that this might be a good fit, a good chance to to um, cooperate. And yeah, it started with a few projects, and then we had the good opportunity to to rent a, a one half of of an office um, from the Planet Drum School. Hi, Mirko, <laughs> by the way, and um, and thank you really much. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> 10 square meters, and we had our post-production places. We started to edit some um, audiobooks, and then, um, yeah, we started to professionalize more and more, and um, we wanted to be able also to do uh, the entire production to record all this and, and stuff. So, and we built our first studio and, um, yeah, then, um, we also, uh, were active in the field of podcasting and, um, yeah, and we, we had to, to move the studio another time because the, um, the rent could, couldn't, um, be prolonged. And we were forced to build a new studio, but we always thought uh, we we believe in us, and 
we we wanted to do it without any um yeah in, invest uh, investor money mm -hmm. or uh, venture capital or stuff so we built it from from the scratch from with little steps and um yeah and and so it's uh, it's very closely connected to me and um the the whole company and uh we are working very great together i think as a team and uh we we want to grow smart but not too fast and um yeah and now i'm reaching out to to um to do some more to to create some social impact and uh this is the new motivation uh, in addition um to be active in this field and yeah with with this podcasting pro project also be more in in the um yeah actor field again yeah yeah maybe uh ted uh, i hope this answered your question somehow i feel like i'm talking very <laughs> well i i'm picking confused. up on um also the importance of working with other people it's very hard to mm. work alone um yeah. especially when you're building an enterprise let's say so do you feel that that was and has been a really important aspect of that absolutely mm -hmm. um and it really surprised me uh later on because um yeah maybe five years earlier or ten years earlier i thought i'm i'm a person who comes um who, who does all the the big things with with myself and my head so i'm um I'm, i thought i just have to to get some time alone and then I can plan every project I uh, can imagine. <laughs> But yeah, this was a pro problem because it, um, it was kind of my mind project and, uh, I, I didn't go in the realization eh? and, um, now working together with, uh, with people in my company, uh, and, um, yeah, also to be, uh, more, visible and and um yeah socialized connecting with others um that was was an additional energy which mm -hmm. i didn't expect mm -hmm. the problem in the past with why i didn't do it was because uh, yeah this imposter syndrome i thought ah okay maybe they they think when i found a company or I have the degree, a uh, university degree and this and that and master, they <laughs> expect me to, to know everything mm -hmm. and uh, blah. Um, I understand that and, fear. Um, oh. And at some point I, I overcame this, this fear also. Yeah. I had some respect of, uh, yeah, new clients calling and, uh, maybe they asked something I don't know immediately. Yeah. And, hmm. Then I just welcomed it, and uh, now I really like receiving calls and um, <laughs> tell the people what we are doing and and um, the whole process, what we can offer and stuff. And um, yeah, so my my fear turned into um, kind of passion, maybe <laughs> or excitement. Yeah, hmm. excitement. Yeah, I like. Um I mean, sometimes I get nervous about people asking me things I might not know the answer to, but I usually just say, mm. I don't know, but I will find out for you. <laughs> exactly. This yeah. is also something when, when, when I really don't have it, um, yeah, it's better to, to say it like this than 
to uh, yeah tell any bullshit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you guys have come a long way then from this little startup with two of you in a small room, and now you've got clients like Volkswagen, and yeah. it's like, I mean, that's that's impressive growth, which means from an outsider's perspective like ourselves uh i would i would think you're obviously very confident in what you're doing and there's you'd have no reason to feel like any kind of imposter and that you know, i mean not that you have to know everything but you would be confident in having clients like that at that scale and their expectations um but that you're able to to meet them so do you feel that kind of confidence like on a day-to-day basis Yes, I, I, I feel this confidence. And um, I think the reason is that Micha and me, we share uh, a huge bunch of uh, same values. Mm-hmm. And yeah, these values are the, the core of our company. So that we, we don't talk about profit maximization or something, but we want to... Um, yeah, we want to realize um, exciting projects, and we want to make the the, the yeah amaze our customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that so we mm, we so yeah we we have uh, learned how to um, work faster for sure, but um, it's mainly about um, yeah to to put ideas into exciting projects and um yeah and this this makes me also confident that we are on the right path because um for us it's also very important the word of mouth so Mm. the the customers are happy and they recommend us to others and um so we didn't spend one single euro in in uh, social media ads or google mm. ads or something mm-hmm. like that so we want nice. kind of organic growth mm-hmm. and our website so nice yeah. nice cool i'm impressed <laughs> yeah really <laughs> yeah yeah well, you're doing what we've both venice and i both basically dreamed of doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> to some extent yeah for sure um and i'm also yeah. just always impressed with people who I know you said you don't have everything figured out, but you've got some stuff figured out and you've really mm-hmm. made something out of that. And I'm always impressed with people like that. I, I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's still a lot of things to d- discover. Yes, and, always. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, kind of um, yeah, having problems to to reduce the amount of input. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a kind of podcast and audiobook junkie and every three <laughs> minute i i put more input in my head and and um i know sometimes it's better to just do nothing really nothing and to yeah listen to myself mm-hmm. to my yeah. to my body and um huh. which that's interesting uh, ideas come across and and stuff that could uh, be a whole I, podcast episode. How do you get quiet and really listen and trust yourself? <laughs> I feel like we should do an, uh, yeah. an episode on this at some point. <laughs> I should make yeah, write yeah, that down. Yeah, you should. It's a very important important topic. <laughs> well, and I think multipotentialites could be could benefit from knowing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I find that too. Like you know, I don't. 
I don't have a lot of free time. I have, I'd have to make that time, but I'm always busy. There's always something to do. I'm working more, which is good, and projects and things. And then, you know, the, the kids are here and they're playing. And, like, I don't really have a lot of quiet time to myself more than a few minutes mm-hmm. unless I really schedule it. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example, if it happens organically, it might be in the car. I drop the kids off at school or something, and I might have her do some errands, and I might have 10 or 20 minutes in the car, which in the past, I would usually, I would always instinctively listen to podcasts, and I'd have it all lined up on my phone and everything. And I found the past few months, if I'm, if I'm only going out for 20 minutes or even though maybe longer, but I just don't feel like listening to anything. Mm-hmm. I really just want some quiet mm-hmm. and that's my time to think. Even mm-hmm. if I kind of do, like I read, there's a show I really want to listen to. I want to listen to that episode. It's like, I can't bring myself to do it. I really just would rather have some quiet. I'm also finding yeah. just five minutes of quiet is enough sometimes to just regroup. I need to do that more i need to just take those five minutes but if five minutes is like oh i don't even have five minutes but it's like i can find Mm. five minutes (laughs) in my day (laughs) yeah so yeah like i said this is a topic we could totally talk about for an hour like i'm sure there's many many things that could be absolutely learned from just being quiet sometimes so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and um you you said uh, okay you that's impressing and and stuff so so from my perspective i yeah sometimes i don't see it that way because they are apart from that they are always coming up new topics i am will work on Mm -hmm. or want to work on and um i think in in these days or in yeah for the past two years um yeah some really new topics come up with where I really have to get out of my comfort zone. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Example is, uh, developing, uh, yeah, creating or creating or developing authentic, fulfilling relationships, for example, to, um, yeah, to create a, a really authentic relationship where you, um, say what's what's going on on and not to try uh to to save the other from harm and stuff mm-hmm. and yeah and i had some mechanisms in uh, going on and i yeah really um unlock this i'm unlocking this kind of thing now and um yeah it never gets boring mm-hmm. <laughs> in the developing of new new fields and and things in my life <laughs> yeah that's why you're here that's why you're in the puttyverse how long have you been in the puttyverse um i rejoined for uh, a, oh. yeah, three months ago so i was off for quite a time i think for one year because uh, 2020 was so uh <laughs> it was difficult yes private moving um divorce uh then moving the the studio uh building the new studio uh the corona and stuff uh, it was mm-hmm. so mad so i took a time off just to handle all this stuff <laughs> 2020 was an there was upheaval <laughs> for sure for everybody <laughs> i think yeah not to minimize your experience i'm just saying it was no, no. such uh <laughs> whew, it was a year <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. How's yeah. it been being back in the Puttyverse then? Has it did it change a lot from your initial experience? Um, have, are you doing different things now that you didn't do before? Um, I'm still discovering. So in the in the past, I um, I was um, yeah active in in various groups and channels, and I yeah wanted to to keep different uh contacts and uh discussions at the same time and i think one reason why i decided to um to leave the partyverse for that was all that i felt kind of overwhelmed mm. i think i started too many things at, mm. at a time uh too many yeah, discussions actions uh huddle here and stuff and then i i uh, was uh, there was the idea of setting up a multi-potentialite uh, meetup group in berlin and wow and sometimes it was just too much mm -hmm. yeah. and now i'm um not that often online but very um focused uh, i joined the partyathon which was really new to me and I really enjoyed it because uh, it was um, yeah a kind of dedicated time and then the connection with with others who were doing it something some very different things but simultaneously and hmm. being part of this um, yeah this this group so it was was very nice um, experience and um, I also joined the fortnightly that something which I will definitely w do again and uh, hopefully on a regular basis uh, I like this concept and yeah maybe then uh, to to skim through some chats and discover but um mm. not too much at the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool very well, cool it's been uh uh, great to learn some more about you and the things you're doing. And probably Vanessa and I will be talking to you some more. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> about some podcasting ideas and, and so on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But, uh, and, and well, here, I may mention this to you, Sven. Uh, I know you're really busy, of course, but we have our community podcast. It's open to anyone, not just to come on the show, but to host an episode, to co-host, to use it as a platform. If there's ever anyone you want to talk to, have a conversation about something, uh, that's what we're here for. So it's not just on you know myself or Vanessa or anyone else. We may kind of keep things moving, but it's really open to anyone and anyone listening, of course, too. We often remind people and point this out. This is a community show. It's for you. We're here to help oh, you, okay. of course. But you know, you don't have to like if you ha if there's something you really want to talk about and someone you want to talk to, you don't have to go and like start a whole other podcast to do it. Just come and host an episode here. Totally. And, you know, we'll upload it. Ah, cool. You go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, that was also a possibility. Yeah, thanks sure. for the for the invite. Maybe we need to go yeah. into the community more and be like, once you know, once in a while, <laughs> reminder. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and we also have a lot of listeners, I think, who are not even in the puttyverse. So. That's true. It's a way to get the word out about things too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, Sven, Good. it's so, been uh, Danke schön. Yeah, vielen vielen Dank. <laughs> it's been great having you on. Gerne. <laughs> really? I liked it. <laughs> awesome. Maybe we'll do a German great. episode sometime. I don't know. We've already done one, right? 
We were going to, oh. but Flo, if you're listening, we were we were going to do that. Svenny should be in touch with Flo. He's another one of our co-hosts from time to time. And oh, okay. the three of you can absolutely, you should do a, a German-themed uh, multipod episode. That'd be fun. And, you know, explore some topics. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. He's in Austria. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> be cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, thank you so much, Sven, again, for being on. And we'll Thanks talk to me. you all again soon. <laughs> Okay. Great. Sounds good. Bye. Talk to you soon.